time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Goremore Podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser. And joining me, as always, is your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Chrisman, and Big Johnny D. What's going on, Gorehounds? And the killing machine himself, Bobby Amone. I'm reading! <laughs> John's cop mm-hmm. coming in there. There he is. So, guys, today is August 10th, 2020, and we have a banger of an episode for you today. But first, it's time for your Johnny D, what'd you do? What did I do? You know what I did, sir. We recorded episode nine of Wake and Bake yesterday. So go check that shit out on projectlouder.net. Uh, shout out to the new name, by the way. If you are just tuning in and you didn't catch last week, we uh, are no longer do bag discussion. Uh, when Sorry. I threw a severed hand, it knocked over my Star Wars action figure display. Well, son of a bitch. Yes. That is a big fail. Right. Uh, but going back to Slice of Life, uh, nope, we did the podcast yesterday. That was really fun. Uh, swam in the pool a little bit and just had a nice relaxing week, man. Um, played a little bit of Days Gone and some more Sea of Thieves. And I signed up. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Brody's taking the kids to the pool. <laughs> I understand. Myself. No, he's dropping the Cosby kids off at the pool. Oh, I was just gonna say. Uh, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> no shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, stinky, stinky poo poo. Good morning, Brody. Stinky poo poo. Good morning, Brody. By the way, keep going, keep uh, going, Johnny. Is, yeah, right. What's up? What, what were you saying, Chad? Is anybody else's connection kind? Of, is anybody else's connection kind of stroking out, or is that just me? Nope, just you. We're all uh, pretty, pretty good. Hmm. All right, let me refresh. I'll be right back. Chad's coming back. Guys. All right. Give him a break. So should I – you know what? I looked a little bit more into something. I'm going to jump into a little bit of Wake and Bake. Dude, we talked about them dabs of the future. I saw yeah, I, love the future. I, I saw two more articles about them shits, dude, those new honeycomb ones. Uh, what the hell were they called? I don't even fucking remember now. Dab. Fuck. Dab. Dab. Go check out episode nine from Dab Tabs. Da- yeah, it was just Dab Tabs. I was gonna say Dab Text, which would also be awesome. Yeah, buddy. Somebody copyright that shit right now. Chad, get on that. Um, <laughs> you heard the businessman for that. Other than that, man, no, just a relaxing week. Kiddo uh, was off, or Kiddo was camping with the uh, parents for about four days. So I had a nice, quiet house. Uh, it's very enjoyable. But everything's back to normal now. So, uh, Chad, how you been, my bro? Not bad, my brother. I didn't do shit last week. Ooh, nice. Yeah, my my car broke down again. It's not looking good right now, but let's not, not worry nice. about that. Not nice. Let's not worry about that. <laughs> tra- it's transmission issues. It's a Ford. It should be covered by them. Ah, recall. Yeah, it's yeah. There, there's recalls on it, so they're working on it right now. Actually, it was supposed to be done today, but it threw up another fault after they reprogrammed the transmission control module. So they are probably just going to end up replacing the whole module itself. So it won't be ready till tomorrow at some point, probably. Mm, that's not terrible, though. 
no, no. But that's aside from that, just you know, chilling. Played some PS4 over the weekend. I did uh, doing a lot better in Man Eater now. By the way, that's yeah. Funny. Yeah, fucking I have dude. my I have my shark maxed out in level now. I just gotta hunt all those stupid fucking bounty hunters so I so, can uh, level up uh, the evolutions. I rock uh, all shadow stuff and then a bonehead. Yeah, I was gonna ask you what sets do you rock, bro? Yeah, that's right now. It's just all the. It's just what? What's the shadow stuff? Is that? Uh, that's like the purple shit. Yes. There's shadow, there's yeah, bone, bone there's electric. electric. Okay, I know I have the shadow teeth. Yeah, those are I like know. the super like, like razor nasty motherfuckers. Dude, the yeah. bone teeth look funny yeah. as fuck though. But they're nasty. They do. And they're I, I yeah, they're not as good. The 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 shit stuff is best at least as far as teeth because of all the uh health regeneration you get using them. Right. Hell yeah, dude. Nice. Well, it sucks about Yeah, I've been car, enjoying man. it a lot more. Sorry about that, but yeah, it happens. Well, I, hopefully, it shouldn't cost me anything. Right, yeah, I don't think that's always a plus. They got a recall on it; it yeah. should cost you a dime. No, it shouldn't. Shouldn't, but shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, it's upside about- down and backwards. And I'm still kicking myself to that, TJ. I was telling you about that. Uh, the local Walmart had a jaw, not a it's, yeah, Jungle Hunter Predator NECA figure. Nice. How much and I let the wife talk me out of it. Oh, 30 bucks. Shit. Oh. Oh. Well, I'm sure they'll still have it. And I told her, hey, my birthday's in a month. It'll make a nice birthday present. True that. Excuses, excuses, man. <laughs> Shit's there. You got to buy it. Well, then, eh. man, that's why I'm a terrible influence to me and my girlfriend. So never mind. I don't know. I got the big chap, alien. I'm pretty good for right now. So then you're covered for a bit. So, uh, yeah, that's really about it. Uh, Bobby, my brother, how about you? Uh, this week was, uh, last week wasn't really uh, eventful. It was more working than anything. And then um, I started doing some more work on Jason, little by little, because I'm taking my time with it to make it the, the best that I can. And then this week, um, I was, was with my girlfriend all weekend. We had, our, we had some friends over on uh, Saturday night. And then Sunday was just another chill day. So this weekend was, was was pretty chill. Not too many new horror things of recently, but uh, this week I'm sure I'll have a couple of things coming in. And then I'm getting old. I'll be 27 on um, Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> so, shit. Damn. Well, happy early birthday, sir. Thank you, boys. Thank yeah. you very much. Happy early so, birthday. And so it is, is a few days yeah. after, isn't it? Yes. yes. He's the 16th, right? Yeah. Chad, talk about the change. Ooh, yes. In the lineup. The change. Are we swapping next Monday? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So next week, uh, it was originally supposed to be American World London. Uh, We're swapping it out to do TJ's pick, The Slayer, so we can do our 100th episode, which will be the Fan Takeover episode. Hell yeah. And that's set for August 31st. And then, which, by the way. uh, Oops, sorry, Shannon. I apologize. Followed up that uh, to the hosts of the August 31st episode. That is two days before my birthday. Oh, there we go. Nice. Yeah. So, Brody, that means we do want to see leg, Brody. We want to see all that down on the leg. Yes. Just full on. Okay, so sexy leg. And what's really interesting is in between the Slayer episode 
And the fan takeover is uh, my pick, Deep Star 6, which was actually just announced today to be going out uh, yes. getting a Blu-ray release from... Uh, was no it new Orber? interviews. Yes. Yeah. I, I can, I'll accept that. I just... Are you sure you I'll don't want to... Whatever I can get. You don't want a commentary from the director? No. <laughs> now, why? <laughs> why would we want that? <laughs> we actually... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why wouldn't we? <laughs> oh, here we go. Philosophical Bobby well, here. Just, there could be he'll a just, lot. He'll just lie out about anything on it anyway. So, yeah, but, right. but yeah, but think about it. We have that on here. So uh, it'd be funny if someone was like, "So, who, whose idea was it to you, uh, to to uh, use this angle in this scene for uh, for the tracking shot?" And he'd be like, "Oh, Adam Marcus. I mean, I'll I'll lie. <laughs> I mean me. I mean me. Sorry, wrong, wrong lie. I mean movie. I mean, yeah. Keep going. Uh, film school. Film school." <laughs> that guy jesus christ so yeah those are the changes that we made and then after the fan takeover is pumpkin head 2 that's gonna be a doozy nice <laughs> hell yeah uh, we got oh we got some real good ones coming up i don't want to give too much more away where are we you uh we were talking to bobby but up to you now buddy uh, yeah I'm, I'm good tj Okay, guys. So as I say every week, I did podcasts here, podcasts there, podcasts everywhere. I don't know if I talked about it on the last show, but since last show, I did add a new podcast to the Project Louder Podcasting Network, and that is House of a Thousand Discourses, hosted by Senor Duncan. Head on over to Project Louder. I'm sure going to put some links and some episodes up on the website itself. And I think he's on Anchor right now. Yeah, soon to be hosted on our site. I hope. I hope he's going to be upgrading equipment and get an actual mic and whatnot soon. But his uh, podcasts are pretty entertaining. Just a dude just raw dogging it on the microphone the way that we all yeah. love. <laughs> yeah, buddy. It's good stuff. So uh, be sure to watch out for new- <laughs> you love you, Joe. Oh, you know, I'm Joe. talking too much, Joe. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> wow, we haven't pulled that one out in a while. Have we? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a <laughs> minute. It's been a minute. Where was uh, I? Where we was love I? you, Joe. Yes, Joe. Wow. He derailed me. Where was I? Okay, Saturday I did. Um, <laughs> Saturday I did a podcast with. So uh, got you all. We had Project Louder. Uh, partner not partner uh fan super fan friend uh grandly neve painter on he uh talked a little bit about his book for ghoulies and texas chainsaw massacre and nice. made fun of mick here made fun of mick there and then mentioned to grand that his name's too long and then a fun fact i'll talk about it on this podcast as to not uh, embarrass mick oh. sorry i uh drank a little a and w before this so we originally were supposed to have graham humphreys on but mick and his infinite older wisdom accidentally messaged graham painter thinking he was graham humphreys uh if you guys don't know who graham humphreys <laughs> is because graham humphreys is the uh, artist behind the nightmare at elm street posters so he messages him and for three weeks he's under the impression that graham humphreys is coming on and graham painter on the other hand is telling his publisher that he's coming on the new project louder and he's going on rabbit hole again so his publisher starts promoting the episode and I'm like, okay. So Mick messages me and goes, you ready for Humphreys? I said, you mean Lenny Painter? He goes, hold on. 
And I call him. He goes, I'm checking my messages. Hold on. <laughs> he goes, Sounds about right. Good. Good. I said, what? He goes, no, we're good. I said, you didn't message Graham Humphreys, did you? He goes, no. He goes, I thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> we are having Graham Humphreys on next week. <laughs> oh, shit. Also, how would you guys like to see the uh, pissing in a Coke bottle story animated? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I think that would translate really well to animation. Uh, Mick and I had a conversation if we could uh, translate one of our non-movie related stories from Rabbit Hole to an animation, which would it be? And the Coke and the piss, like the pissing in a Coke bottle story is one of the first ones. Because if we could get like a really good animated point of view shot of like just a stream of piss spraying all over the dashboard, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Bobby's lighting a candle back here. Must have farted. I want a nice little smell in here, you know. Put a little heavy on the garlic. Stoners set- United said, "Love it." What's up? Setting the mood. Oh, what's up? Pretty good. Oh. I wonder if they found us through Wake and Bake. I hope so. That'd be awesome, right? But other than that, uh, set up a new mannequin today. You see, uh, Halloween H two O Myers is now chilling over there. Got a couple new Blu rays in. Uh, got a silicone hand in, as you guys saw from the show opener. Got a middle finger from Evil Dead 2 over there. <laughs> uh, follow me on Facebook at Facebook at Le House with Le Most to uh, see my live unboxing, The Nothing Network. Keep it up, fellas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All the all the people showing support today. I appreciate that, guys. Really do appreciate that. Yes. But I'd say without further ado, boys... Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's get on with today's shit. episode. So today's episode is 1990, no, 1988's mm-hmm. Return of the Living Dead 2, directed by Ken Wiederhorn, written by Ken Wiederhorn. Wait, he Wiederhorn. He doesn't make horror films. Not produced we- by Tom Fox, introducing Michael Kenworthy as Jesse Wilson, Marsha Dietz. How the fuck, Dietlein? Diet lean, maybe who knows? Diet lean, uh, diet lean. Diet lean. Oh, that sounds like a terrible diet shake from the eighties, dude. Diet lean. Dana, 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 Dana Ashbrook is Tom S. Essex. Essex. Yeah. Okay. Essex. James Karen is Ed Matthews. Tom Matthews as Jamie. Uh, so what the fuck is Joey, Joey Hazel? Joey. Susan Snyder as ah. Brenda Herzog. Phil Bruns as Doc Mandel. 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 Howie Mandel. Yes. Thor Van Lingwen as Brill Billy. What the fuck's wrong with me? Crowley. Jason Hogan as Johnny. Mitch Pelleggi as Sarge. Alan Troutman as Tarman. Not really, though. Tarman version J- two. Yeah, I'm sure Chad will argue with that. Music by that? J. Peter Robinson. Cinematography by Robert Elswit, not Cundy. Edited by Charles Bornstein. Heard that name before. Distributed by Laura Mar mm-hmm. Pictures released on January 15th, 1988, runtime of 89 midgets, budget of 6.2 million, gross 9.2 million. Million. <sighs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. This one's a shout factory one, guy. <laughs> I can just hear the despair in Chad's fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I gotta watch it again. Just remember, this wasn't my pick. This was a sequel to my pick. Right. Hey, man. It's only going to get worse when we get deeper. Hey, we could always watch the Romeo and Juliet with zombies. When we watch Romeo and Juliet? 
No, Romeo and Juliet uh, with zombies is the third one. Changed my mind. That will be carried to the grave as the horror classic is reborn. Stunning. <laughs> Return of the Living Dead, part two. Jesse. Part two. Will be the first to know. Billy will be the first to go. Against an army of the dead, <laughs> starved for life. Christine. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. Steve, if you want to uh, call, let us know and we'll give you a, a little ring a ding ding. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No damage whatsoever. Return of the Living Dead, Part 2. Just when you thought it was safe to be dead. There it is, boys. There it is. Oh, that was fast. So before we talk about it, let's give a ring-a-ding to some of the gore hounds. First up, uh, my doppelganger, King of Mega from Down Under, Barodic Kane from Victoria, Australia. This should, this should be entertaining. Howdy there, partner. Howdy, howdy. Let's get fucking rowdy. <laughs> so, Return <laughs> of the Living Dead, part two. Thoughts, feelings, Brody Kane. Right. Here's the thing. I was actually a huge fan of this film when I was a kid. Like, it actually scared the living fuck out of me. Until I grew up and rewatched this and part one. So, in saying that, it is a fun film, but part one is the incredibly more superior film mm -hmm. in the franchise, obviously. Um, yeah, the cinematography was pretty mediocre. The story is even more mediocre because basically it's part one. Um, I've got to give credit to the soundtrack. I love the soundtrack to this. you got your anthrax, etc., thrash metal. Love it. Um and the, I've got to give also give ugh, also I've got to give credit to the special effects that was in this film. Um, I absolutely love the torso of the dam scene. If you don't know what that is, um, it's basically when the kid is in um, the hospital and that zombie is just keeps coming at him, and he's like, "Yeah, do you do you remember that shit?" Yes, yes. I, yep. I think the effects, yep. I, I will give you a little preview of what I'll be talking about. I think that the effects actually lacked in this film and a little bit on the softer side. And I think the best way to describe this film or to compare this film is this is like the first film, but a soft version. This is to uh, Return of the Living Dead is to what uh, The Force Awakens is to Star Wars or A New Hope. This is a, yep. a soft reboot or reimagining where it just touches on all the key points of the first film. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. <laughs> Hit the nail on the head. Um, it, but for me, it's probably the best scene of the film. Um, yes. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I love that scene. I just don't know what happened to the rest of the movie. I like anyway. that scene, and I um, also like Discount Tar Man. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could say that. Yeah, I could do that. But I have one question. Okay. Hopefully, I haven't taken this away from Johnny. But why do we not see Joey and Ed at the end of the film? Like, I wonder what the hell they were doing when shit went down at the power plant. Yeah. That's a good question. That is a good question. Boys, do you have an answer for this? No, I don't. What about the other little boy? The one that, oh, the friend. Yeah, he's not there either. What about the other little boy, the friend? He was just the toady that nobody gave a shit about. What's that? Yeah, but what happened to him? He got a a face full. What happened to him? You never see him again. That's a very <laughs> question. So again, I, I think uh, you're you're looking into a film that has more holes than uh, the Last Jedi. So we're gonna have to uh, slice of Swiss cheese. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm really interested to hear your thoughts I, on these questions. Yeah, like a Chad. Chad's like, what the fuck? You <laughs> love <laughs> the Last Jedi. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I'm not it. saying it has. You can tell though. You could tell he was fucking demo, but I, as soon as it, as soon as the show started, I was like, "Oh, Chad does not like this film." <laughs> <laughs> nope. Well, Brody, uh, before we let you go, do you got a score for this uh, bad boy? Yeah, I do. Um, I'm gonna give it a two point eight. Ah, okay, that's pretty solid. Pretty would, fair. would you say that's a high? I'm very happy to skip this one straight to using this part three. Yes, Brody and I have actually uh, talked about our love for Part 3 and how much we enjoy it more than this film. And and, uh, when reaching for a Blu-ray, I might even, depending on my mood, put Part 3 in over Part 1. Wow. Fuck yeah. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Brody. Well, thanks for calling. Uh, Goremore, brother. I appreciate it. No worries. Have a have a great night, boys, and I'll catch you next week. Later, Mr. Yeah. Later buddy. So, I will later. say this real quick on part yes. three, because that was the one that I started with as a kid. Really? Yeah. That I didn't see the first one yet. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Look at that. He just whips it out. Not only that, part three is the more serious of the three. Best on video. So, yes. I will say that, which I liked, because that's why I liked it as a kid. And then I went back and discovered the first, and I'm like, okay, it's one and three that are the best. <laughs> it's Romeo and Juliet, but believe it the families pulling them apart, it's the fact that there's a zombie virus. <laughs> believe it or not, this is the first one that I saw. Part two is the first one I saw. No, really? You know what's funny? I can actually agree, and that was, I think, thanks to like TNT on a Saturday. <laughs> For sure. Like we just rented it. We we rented it right after it came out. Well, I was living in Texas at the time, and then so we just said screw it, rented it, and I'm like, huh. Steve thinks he was fried at the okay. Palace. Now I guess I saw that. So I don't. I mean, Steve might be right. I don't know on that one. We do know Michael Jackson. Was I don't fried. remember if they showed him, but yeah. you know what? I'm gonna yes. call Steve, and you can argue with Steve while he's on the phone. So without further ado, scuba Steve, motherfucker. Woo. Give me a flex over there, John. Come on, give me a flex. I saw that arm. Come on, I'll do it. It's what all up? What's up, Cuba? Steve, welcome back to Gore and More. What is going on? 
So, Return of the Living Dead Part 2. What do you think? Yes, yes, yes. Well, uh, it's one of those movies that you love to hate. Mm -hmm. You know, I love the first one. The first first time I saw the original, scared the living hell out of me. You know, I always love zombie flicks. But this one, you know, when when I saw the original, I was like, holy shit, you can't kill them. They're dead. Hello, it makes sense. Part two for me is more of the... (laughs) It's more of the of the the kid version of part one. Uh, you know, it, it is the softer of the the films. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, I, I like it. It's not my favorite movie, you know, but it, it's 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 watchable for me. It's entertaining. Very, very. Yeah. You know, at the end, you know, when you when you get a glimpse of uh, Michael Jackson, you know, it's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> discount Michael Jackson. Everything in this okay, discount, discount Michael Jackson. Version. Dollar yeah. store Michael Jackson. Oh, there we go. Right? Bro, he's a little weird Al Michael <laughs> Great Jackson. value Michael Jackson. Oh, so, man. But, you know, it, it's, it's... Oh. Bobby showing some stuff. Continue, Steve. <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those films where... You know, you, you watch it and it's it's not the best film, but you know, you 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 enjoy it, I guess, for what it is. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it it is what it is. Yeah, it it doesn't have the same feeling or doesn't leave you with the same feeling as you get whenever you watch the first one, which is a slight feeling of fear with mixed with the comedic relief. And this film's more comedy based with just the the atmosphere and the setting be and the situation be more horror related rather than the actual tonality of the film yeah okay well thanks for calling in steve and what uh what's your score before we let you go i give this one a two okay fair enough. definitely fair enough. you know it, it's got like i said it's got its funny moments and it's more comical than 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 the first one you know and it's just it's it's a two solid two for me okay fair enough that's fair enough assessment. well thanks for calling in brother that thank yes you, sir buddy. y'all take it easy fellas yep. see you later. later thanks buddy later okay guys so let's move on with today's show oh snap who's running down this motherfucker i'll do it do it oh shit here we go oh, bobby go all right those deadly cans of poisonous gas that turn corpses into carnivorous zombies are back in this sequel to the 1985 version of The Return of the Living Dead. This time, the trouble begins when the gas-bearing canisters accidentally roll out, out off an army truck and end up in an old cemetery near a new housing development. Talk about convenience. The little boys find the... How do you pronounce that? Innoxious. Innocuous. Inoculate drums and open them. <laughs> That's Cat the word of the day. Could you imagine you're, just, you're walking by and you see that and you're like, the word of the day. Inoculus. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to open that shit. Yeah, right. A hellish, <laughs> a hellish green vapor comes out. It's that wacky weed. And suddenly all of those touches <laughs> get the craving for the contents of human craniums. The devil's lettuce, he says. It's devil's lettuce for zombies. <laughs> Send more Oh, no, that see, that was good because that was the first one. Mm-hmm. Get that one. Mm-hmm. We got what's the president? Uh, we got hey, hey, what you better fucking deliver when we ask the fucking question. You don't let me down. 
Uh-oh. I'm prepared <laughs> for your question. And if you don't ask it, I'm going to be let down. And there was one very simple question asked in this film. And I want you to ask the question. Okay. Well, I have a couple questions, but... <laughs> There's one important one. Ah. Chad, do you remember? Hmm. I'm not going to lie. Like oh, okay. So that was the one I was just saying. Yeah. Say what? It was the one where he was when talking he, to Zombified... Say? When he was talking to Zombified Ryan Styles, And, uh... Yeah. See? <laughs> you're just instantly like, holy... I get it. I get it. Yep. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Straight up Ryan Styles. Uh, That's a good one. No, dude. Yeah. Come back to the hospital. Um, <clears throat> guys, how, this movie was. It was. Woof. <laughs> I, I, I said it. I yeah. said it before we started the show to you boys, but I'll say it now while we're on the air. This was, you know, the first one was 80s cheese, but that was good yeah. 80s cheese. The the second one was oh, yes was cheese of here's a block of cheese to a movie and it, really it worked but it didn't work in a lot of ways. It's like my grandpa. I gotta say, kid. I really like to. <laughs> you know, I I really liked how TJ put it, where the comedy in the first one was more situational, it was more like. Uh, you know, comedic reaction to what was happening, whereas this is fucking slapstick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. full out. Oh. I mean, it was pretty evident when you saw the zombies crawling out of the graves and the one puts her fucking glasses on. <laughs> okay. And the one kept getting his hands stepped on. It's, as stupid as that was, I did laugh. Uh, yeah. I hate to I, did, I chuckled. It, I know, it was like that really stupid, just like dad humor. You know what I mean? You're just like, ha. But that's yeah. the best the, the one zombie. You give it one good ha. Huh? That's about it. Really? Chad, is this supposed I, to be I, Tar Man? Yeah. Okay. What? This is supposed to be Tar Man on my shirt. Discount Tar Man? Discount yeah. Tar Man. I was, just gonna, I, I was just gonna start talking about Great Value Tar Man and how, <laughs> how he's a cartoony. Compared, compared to the original that looked frightening. Well, right? Not not only like that. The original I mean, Tar Man is the stuff of nightmares. It is. <laughs> not only that, if you look at this Tar Man, Anybody here notice how he looks like he actually gained something? Like his face looks bigger. Like yeah, he he's not so. His face looks like fucking brains, bro. No, yeah, but yeah. the original one looked like fucking like he, he looked like he had no body. Tall this and lanky like with all the shit hanging off. That I think it was the appearance of uh, because everything was tall and lanky and drooping down right. from all the shit being on it. So it gave this appearance of this long armed being, just kind of like waving its arms and fucking like hippity hopping its way through the fucking basement you know and this one's just fucking half-assing it fucking great value like chad said fucking hardcore shitty fucking makeup half-ass performance and god yeah, some, the, and the little kid just yeah the little kid just knocks him into the ravine and that's the last you see of him <laughs> Right, Tar Man is a nemesis. He's like an uber zombie. He's not just a normal run-of-the-mill zombie. He's a trioxin cylinder zombie. This is the OG. This is the notorious B.I.G. of fucking zombies. <laughs> like he shouldn't be just be able to be knocked down. This motherfucker took a baseball bat and shit in the other film, didn't he? Like he took some fucking hits. Yeah. yeah. 
But, like, dude, it, it was you know, great value sometimes has some good products. This was not one of them. This was not one of them. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> it had a funky aftertaste for sure. Yeah, not the one you really want. You know, it's like, eh, I would not. Do that. Yeah. And I know he, he never came back. It was bullshit. No. You know, like, the biggest. They had more the of a nemesis in the one the one where they cut his hand off. Ooh, that's a good question. The, the fucking severed head came back at the end. No, the, the one who got blown in half by the fucking shotgun was a better nemesis because he kept coming on his fucking hands. And to answer Scuba Steve's question. Wait, 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 wait. Can, can we just get you to say that again? What? What? He just kept coming on his fucking hands. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that. So <laughs> I, I just like, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> There's your quote of the night, guys. He kept coming on his hands. On his fucking hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. That, that line right there was better than this entire <laughs> right? so like, what was Return of the Living Dead to you? To part two, to you, he kept coming on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Not sad, brother. Not sad. It's not going to be my catchphrase from okay, now on. For let's, let's keep let's keep I, the old uh, train going. Here we go. I'm, I'm really glad we're all on the same page here, as far as hating this movie. By the way, bro, it's it was bad, yeah. dude. Like. So, no, it wasn't bad. It was meh. Well, listen, That's if you, if you cool watch this with somebody, there was at least probably 20 different scenes where you hey, probably Don? looked at each other. Yes. Just before dawn. I'd rather watch I'll that. Take just before dawn. No, you, okay. you want to call films yeah. bad, but you got to compare them to actual bad films. And then what would you watch? Just before dawn. I think I watched watch just before dawn. Watch just before Over dawn. this? Yeah. Over oh. this? Hundred times, dude. Yes. What? Yes, bro, bro. I know. I feel like I now I need to look up that review just so I could fucking knock this one below that shit. Dude. Here's a question: Are you guys able to look at this kind. standalone and not a sequel? Because I think you're you're comparing it to the first film rather than looking at it objectively. No, I I, I have big questions about that. Yeah, I think we need to move on and get to there. Those. Are there are connections no. to the first film? Right. Well, we can't well, jump ahead. We got to get, you know, we got to look behind the curtain. Uh, yeah. Well, that, that, is, that. that is actually in my behind the curtain stuff. Ooh, all right. Yeah. So let's, hey. let's do it. So we're taking no. peaks already. Let's do it. You guys need to quit jerking, okay? Jerking. Quit jerking the fucking curtain and just, just let him, you know, keep going. I'm absolutely God-smacked. <laughs> oh. Okay, so... Uh, on to the sweet behind-the-scenes stuff. The Michael Jackson zombie was improvised on the spot. Awesome. That's not, I'm not surprised. Oh, actually. oh, oh. I, mar I marked this down in my notes just because I wanted to bring this up just to throw back to last week's episode. You remember how I said I thought Brian Tyler, the guy that did the score for Frailty, I thought he also did the score for Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. I was close. Same neighborhood, but bigger. He actually did the score for Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh, damn. That's some deep Marvel knowledge right there. Yep. Yeah. Hey, we got to see fucking uh, Steppenwolf this week. We Man. did. Yeah, he looked right. a lot cooler than he did before. Want to know if I'm... <laughs> Sorry, I was reading Scuba Steve's uh, 
comment there. Yeah, Is he yeah. still going on about the zombified STD? Yes. <laughs> Yo, man, there was a, wasn't there a movie that they He's did? only talking about this because of how hot this girl is. And I think what's her name? Mindy Clark. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her uh, her zombie nipples are fucking fire. Oh. Yeah. Even more so than zombie she, strippers? She, yes. Wow. Give me 20 minutes, guys. She was hot back in the day. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Especially zombie okay. with all the bondage and stuff. You got to stop. I'm going to need like an hour here. An hour? Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, well, you are lighting. He's going to keep coming all over his hands, right? He's like going to keep coming on his hands, making guys. it romantic for himself, dude. <laughs> okay, moving on, guys. Tom Matthews disliked the sequel so much that he said the best part about making the film was the outstanding services. <laughs> so he hated making the movie, but he loved the food. Yeah, that's okay, man. Sometimes Tom you just got to get that marriage. Sometimes you just got to get that paycheck. Oh, oh yeah. Sometimes you got to do Hills it's not too. Friday part six and it ain't the first one. So I agree with him. <laughs> no. <laughs> Moving on. Don Kalfa, who played Ernie, whatever the fuck, in the original Return of the Living Dead, originally auditioned for the role of Doc Mandel before Philip Bruins got the part. Mm. James Karen's character, Ed, says, I'm going to get me cremated. This is how his character eventually dies in the previous film. Yes. Such, he cremated himself. That was such a good scene in the first one, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the MPAA would have granted this film a PG-13 if the scene at the hospital where the zombie down. Wait, what was that, bud? Sorry, you kind of cut out. I said the MPAA would have granted this film a PG-13 if the scene at the hospital your internet no, is the zombies probably shot not in half to do this right now. Yep, yeah, you can't even hear Chad right now. I was say, you guys getting a lag? Yeah, there's a. I'm oh no no no, no no no! I'm, I'm not. Even, I wasn't even talking. Oh okay, keep going. Just just follow through. <laughs> Nobody interrupt him. Okay, mm-hmm. All right. I'll just I'll just pull a Bobby and hard, hard wire. Right next week. Uh, Brian Peck is the only person to have a role in the first three Return of the Living Dead films. He played the role of Scuzz in the first, many of the close-up zombies in this one, and Ballistics Technician in... So he had a role in all three. No shit. You cut out again there. The blue... Hold on, I'm going to refresh again. Okay, Just give me like two minutes, guys. No problem. We'll be here. So, all right. Well, I'll check when it bounced. Uh, we'll go hey, you guys want to do a sidebar? Go for it. What do you got, boss? Let's hit it. Okay, so I'm sitting here. Kelvin Matos, uh, Matos, however the fuck you want to say his name. I'm horrible with names. Sent me a trailer for a just recently announced new Common Rider game. Oh, the one you just sent me. Yeah, wow. buddy. You want to watch the trailer? Fuck it, dude. Let's do it. Wake and bake sidebar. Throw it out. <laughs> this vaguely uh throw that trailer up. I'll be right dude, back. Chad's gonna be so mad because we're gonna be talking about Power Rangers again on Gordon. <laughs> hey! It's, it's not, not Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. It's not Power, not Rangers. Power Rangers. Sorry. Yeah. I know. Yes, you do. You gotta do it. It's compared to apples and oranges. It is. Chad, we're not having a Power Rangers sidebar. Just just go back to where you were. 
<laughs> that sounds to me like you guys were. Oh, no. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Nope. No idea. Nope. What we got? What we got? What we got? Hey, did we make Bobby? No, Bobby's dead. What the? What the? What the? What the? What the? What the? What次から次へと油断がなる。次から次って俺の他にも。俺の名前はヒラリ翔太郎。フートにあるナルミ探偵事務所の探偵だ。俺は仮面ライダーだ。だから俺は君を救ってみせる。Anybody for the audio? They're just like, what the fuck are we watching? I hope you all know Japanese, motherfucker. Yeah, the audience over there. They're enjoying it. Right? I hope so. It's for the switch. Yeah, buddy. Okay, I don't know shit about Common Rider, so it's kind of hard for me to get excited about that. It's very similar to Power Rangers, but uh, he's like a a more like a very powerful type thing. Uh, So, uh, how do I put this? He has a morpher. Essentially, he he could tap into like the multi grid. Like he's got. Instead of like just like where you need five Power Rangers, he's like it's one man it, Power Rangers. Need, okay, right. it's one man Power okay. Rangers. X Men type thing. Okay, it just yeah. What was that? What was uh the kid Summers X Men there with all the powers? Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, kind of same yeah. thing. Good old fucking nineties. Old Age of Apocalypse. Yeah, baby. Oh man. I think there was an American version uh, of Common Rider that we got in the nineties. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, Masked Rider. Masked Rider. Masked Rider. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Let's pop back those curtains. Did it cross over with Power Rangers or not? No. No. Speaking of Power Rangers, crossed over with something. I think we only ever got a a Beetleborg crossover. Oh. With did we get we got Ninja Turtles? What the fuck are you talking about? We didn't get a Beetleborg crossover. We only got a Ninja Turtles Power Rangers. Yep. And we just I just watched that with my daughter yesterday, actually. And it was, she was just like, wait a minute. She's like, why are the Power Rangers with the turtles? And I was and like, and then oh, you okay. can explain, well, honey, because this season actually 
saved Power Rangers because before this, Power Rangers Turbo was the lowest lowest rated season ever in history. Almost got it canceled, and then Power Rangers in Space brought it out from an early grave, saved it, and then they introduced it with its then popular show, Power Rangers: The Next Mutation, airing on Fox Kids in the oh, late Ninja 90s. Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Oh, what did I say? Yeah. What did I you say? said Power Rangers. The Power next Rangers. Mutation. Oh, sorry. Ninja Which Turtles I totally want to see mutated Power Rangers now. You sold me on that. Psycho <laughs> Rangers. Close enough. I've always, oh. I've always, I've always wanted to know how they went from such a great show like Power Rangers Zio to Turbo. Beetleborgs, dude. Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs were crushing them. Yep. And I explained so this on uh, Wake and Bake. Yeah. Yep. They went with the kid gimmick, and then uh, it fucking unfortunately tanks Power Rangers because they came out with the movie and everything before the season. Yeah. And it definitely was not like the actual original movie there, which. God, I love that movie, dude. It's so cheesy. Again, it's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, but what I hated about the original movie was it got retconned in the next season of the show. It did, dude. All the Zords and everything. Yeah. Well, uh, retcon, not really. Uh, it, well, it, it, it caught up in a way, as in there's two different. It completely retconned it. Well, they ended up with what the, the same Zords and everything that we see in the movie. They just acquire them in a completely different fucking manner. Yeah. I wish- that is exactly what retcon means. <laughs> True. That is the exact definition of retcon. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they still listen. I like the ninja suits the best, dude. That's what I was happy that they, you know, at least stuck with those. What I couldn't yeah, stand yeah. was Ninjor, the guy that flew around on a fucking cloud. Oh, like go fucking through. Dudley do right, bro. He was totally on Nimbus, man. That was fucking awesome. What are you talking about? I hated his voice. He sounded like Dudley Do-Right. He's right. Yep. That's now that you're it, thinking about it, you're like, yeah, Ninjor was the unneeded sixth ranger. Right? Yeah. Facts. Uh, all right. Okay, here we are having a Power Ranger yep. sidebar on a yeah, fucking horror show. Come on, man. The blue electrocution lines and... God damn it, guys. The blue electrocution lines in the final sequence were all hand-drawn frame by frame. It cost over $50,000. There goes your budget right Just there. to draw electricity. The music score on the U.S. DVD release is almost completely different to the original theatrical release. This was speculated to be because of difficulties obtaining the right to use the original score. However... However, the original score was, and it also restores the original Lorimar Pictures logo that was plastered on the Warner DVD release. All right. Tom Matthews and James Karen nearly duplicate their roles from Return of the Living Dead as a pair who are sickened by zombie gas. In both films, they even have the same lines. Listen, kid, if you like this job, like this job. <laughs> yep. <laughs> word for Great word. Robbie. You like this job? No. Like this job. By the way, there was also a nice throwaway line. I don't know if anybody noticed it when Tom Matthews said that it was like a dream because he felt like they'd been through this before. Yeah, in the back of the seat, back seat of the car there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Despite cool. having several horror pictures, director Ken Wiederhorn was not a fan of the horror genre. Many cast and crew members expressed in interviews that they were displeased with his lack of enthusiasm towards the project. I, definitely I showed in the that, final product. That definitely showed big. That's why it's soft. Yeah. That's what you He was known more for comedies than anything. The cemetery and storm drain were complete outdoor sets. The mausoleum hospital, meat packing factory, and interior house were also purpose-built sets. 
the issue of Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man that Jesse takes out of his comic book box at the beginning of the movie is number 53 from April 1981. Hot damn. Holy shit. The set for Jesse's bedroom is the same one used for Billy's. Posters and furniture rearranged to change the look. That's how cheap they were on this movie. They just yeah. reused the set. But then, again, it was, like, then again, it was a house built identical to each other anyway. Right. I mean, dude, those are all cookie cutter fucking suburban houses. Yeah. So, yeah, that's exactly what they are. That's just the way they did it. Much better movie. The script was not originally written as a sequel to Return of the Living Dead. Producer Tom Fox was interested in Ken Wiederhorn's story, but would only finance it if he agreed to make it as a part of the series. They had a big pitch fest where they had people pitch ideas for the sequel interesting yes i'm actually now that that actually makes more sense now yeah now i understand why it is the way it is yeah, yeah. this was like an early example of uh filmmaking by committee they call it uh, where they just throw a bunch of ideas and try to make a script out of it at AKA the end of the original vhs the tape <laughs> uh, green lantern even Uh, at the end of the original vhs tape there is a commercial for a number that you can call to order clothing from the movie this this was a limited time off tank top a black or white t-shirt keep cutting out chad pretty bad god damn it there's nothing i can do i've refreshed i've done everything i can okay then let's uh how how many more notes do you have Uh, we'll go through a couple. Uh, Jonathan Terry reprises his role as Colonel Glover from the original Return of the Living Dead, making a connection to both films. Okay. Street where Jesse and his family live was, in fact, a tract housing development still under construction. Okay. I thought that was something. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Hey, is it my microphone cutting in and out, or is it just it's me and the internet? It's the internet. Like, yeah, it's just like lagging out. My, on kid, my kids are. It's probably on fucking. Yeah, it's real fucking choppy. Your yeah, YouTube or something cut out completely. We had this conversation on TJ one day where he was like, "What did you do? You were cutting out the Wi-Fi out of the other part of the house." Yep. <laughs> I shut her right well, I'm down. I'm on the Wi-Fi extension, so. Mm. Oh yeah, I fucking real time shut down the internet to the Hold rest of the second. fucking house. And That's fucking fucking that hilarious. That's let me awesome. check something real quick. Okay, no, that one's not connected. To the magic number. Yeah, someone's using, someone's using bandwidth, and I guarantee it's the kids. You know Damn what they're kids. probably Damn. on their switches. Damn you! <laughs> Chad's gonna get the belt. No. Yeah, uh, you know what? We we went through the good stuff. It's it's not a good enough film to go all behind the scenes with. It's fair it's enough. If you want to find out more behind the scenes, there is a 20 minute mini doco on YouTube. Just search Return of the Living Dead Part 2 and you will find it. Okay, so Johnny D, big question, motherfucker. Alrighty, so who's the president? <laughs> uh, um, you mean at the time of the movie or <laughs> what do you mean? What's the zombie say? I don't remember. I believe it was I Harry Truman. Truman. Yeah. yeah. Harry Truman. Truman. Right. Ryan Styles with a Harry Truman. Um so Chad kind of answered one question uh within the notes, which is kind of cool, but that was uh as TJ kind of hinted at earlier. 
was this a sequel? Is this a reboot of the first one, or is this a like in universe? Right, and in like a Twilight Zone weird fucking demons two kind of thing. We're gonna reuse. Okay, hot take. This is similar to Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two. I, like I said, demons and demons one, or demons one and demons two. All right, now wait, 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 wait. hold on, wait a minute here. We're gonna go on here because what's that? For, all right, to say this could potentially be a reboot of the first one, a uh, bullshit. All right, they failed. I'm gonna tell well, you, it's not a, it's not a reboot. It's, it's a, a reboot. It's, it's an in-universe I'm, I'm successor. That one out now. Would I say it's like a Twilight Zone thing? Yeah, because you got a lot of similar people from the first one basically. Mm-hmm. So I would go with more of that. Now, like when you said before, like with Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2, uh, put it this way, if you watch Evil Dead 1 and then Evil Dead 2, it doesn't matter which one you actually start with, because I mean, well, me, for to, me, a, to because, a racist one. You don't but, yeah, it tells the story again, just differently. Instead of a group of five people, it's a group of... See, who go to start and then more came so. can i say random evil dead sidebar now quick okay. uh did you gentlemen have you any of you gentlemen seen evil dead the musical yeah <laughs> no i've listened to it dude um, it is fucking i've phenomenal. listened to the soundtrack i got to see it twice in new york city so they did the perfect like what Only you want rich people go to musicals it wasn't first of all okay yeah, wait a minute you know about the price difference dude this is bullshit here we so, go. So super sidebar on this one. You just riled me up a little bit. I forgot about this. <laughs> so the first time I went down, went with a couple people, and we got, like, decent seats, but they were kind of in the back. There was Section C. They were, like, 60 bucks a ticket. Ew, Section C. So I was like, eh, whatever. So the second time I went down, I went down with my boys. We got Splatter Zone t- tickets, which was the first three rows, and then you get hosed in blood. So we're all, like, wearing white fucking shirts. And she's like, dude. 20 bucks a seat i'm like wait a minute what the fuck what really bro 40 dollars difference to get hosed in blood who the fuck wouldn't want that i don't know and you're closer yeah and that's ridiculous so the whole six hour ride down i'm riding with these two girls and the one girl um in the back she's like a theater buff and shit like that so she's done like gone to musicals and shit obviously evil dead musical is the only musical i've ever actually been to besides like oh high school play back then like high school one yeah yeah you know what I mean? um high school so musical. we're going down the whole mm-hmm. way and i'm arguing i'm like yo they're gonna have foam finger chainsaws she's like they're not gonna have foam finger chainsaws i'm like yes they fucking are i guarantee it i'm like i'm so hoping they do and she's like it's a musical they're not gonna have anything like that I'm like it's fucking evil dead they're gonna fucking have shit like that. <laughs> and i just want to let you know right there so good so good um but that musical did it perfectly they gave you the whole first one with the whole cast and literally let it right into the second one so if like there was ever a way you got a combination of the first tied into the second like that it would be perfect I would say this is definitely a sequel because at the beginning, when uh, after the tanker, the fucking thing falls off and they're at the military base, the guy looks at it and is like, oh shit, not again. He did say that. That is true. It's a loose sequel. <laughs> it's yeah. a loose sequel, but it's still I like a how he just started up 
just because the dude smoked a joint, somehow his fucking shit came loose. That gives stoners a bad fucking rap, dude. He tied that shit well before he smoked. You know what I mean? Like, what is in right? your hand? <laughs> oh, it's my fucking shitty machete. Sorry, I'm doing a body. I'm just playing with shit. <laughs> Keeping my hands busy, my bad. I'll keep it down. The remote's over there. I, I, just, I just see this thing come, at, come in a frame, like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and the more intense you get, the more I see it in frame. Here. I gotta say, I gotta say, John, after your story, like you don't even exist in the frame anymore. I just keep my eyes keep going to the foam yeah, finger chainsaw dude. up there. I wish, man, I wish I could see it. Hold on, fuck it, dude. Give me a second. Bye, <laughs> Johnny. We'll be back. Oh, there's his underwear. He's getting oh. All right, there we go. We saw your undies, John. It was beautiful. Oh, thank you. We see draws. Woo! Yes. Dude, <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> it's the best $20 ever fucking spent. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so pissed because when I was starting to date my wife, she tried to like rip it off my hand and she ripped it. So I had to like fucking tape it and shit on the back to hold it oh, i was oh, so mad. Made me mad i was like i can't even get one of those anymore what the fuck like oh. <laughs> so mad, <laughs> so mad. <laughs> oh fuck oh. sorry anyway i lost my cursor it better oh, not be no. on the other screen oh it's on the other screen hold on oh so it. here's a big question for you Joe. oh yeah chad kind of mentioned it how the fuck did the head get to the goddamn electric station at the end I don't know. I was wondering that too. Did a fucking Limp roll? Biscuit has the there? answer. Yeah, Limp Biscuit has the answer. Rolling, 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 rolling. There rolling. we go. <laughs> it's interesting. You know, you'll be loving this shit right here. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not loving this shit. Yeah, right. No, not at all. This is fucking a terrible. Movie. Oh, uh, Chad. Over the weekend, our mutual friend Seth Snyder walked into this place of business. And he was sitting down, and the, he looked over, and he saw the sign on the wall, and it, it was in a shadow box, and it said "Live, Laugh, Limb Biscuit." <laughs> oh, that's great! We're talking oh, wow. West Portland Biscuit, right? Good one. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh shit. So, yeah, that's all I got for questions, man. I was just trying to figure out how the fuck that had got there, whether some random nice zombie just was like, hey, here we go. Somebody me. was watching uh, High Tension again. Yeah, and right. Leftovers from High Tension. <laughs> little little uh, bee jibber from the fucking decomposing yep. <laughs> head. Mmm, yummies. Uh, oh, this isn't really, I guess it's kind of a question, but uh, did everybody notice uh, Detective Skinner there? Or Director Skinner, I should say? Yes, oh, yes. from X-Files. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Like, that's Mitch Pelleggi. Yeah. As soon as he started talking, I recognized him. Dude, I love that he had the big old fucking cigar, and I was like, perfect. Oh, yeah. Dude, I was waiting the entire movie for the smoking man to come out. Never did. No, never <sighs> did. Never did. <laughs> That's all I got for questions, gentlemen, unless you got any. Other than uh, what we got coming? No. I already I already voiced my question, kid. What's that? I said my question was what happened to the other kid? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we, we never... That we can't answer because we don't know because they don't tell us. 
He had to become a zombie. You know what I mean? Like, how did he not? He was directly in the shit. But why did they have to go like weird Pet Cemetery 2, like just kid chasing down other kid at the end? I don't know. That was a little weird. It's just like, all right, like he like he was a zombie with a purpose. You know what I mean? Like they all were just like that brains. He's just like, no, I'm going to yeah. fucking kill that little shit bag. It's like, wait a minute, you're dead. He's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Fuck killing that asshole. Exactly. Yeah. Like, okay. But douche of the movie, motherfucker. Ooh. Uh, ooh. The one we just talked about, Billy, the zombie boy. Yeah. Yeah. He's fuck a, him. Yeah. He was a, actually it, it wouldn't have started without him. So, yes. Yo, dude, he was Scott Farkas for sure. Like, he had the red hair, the fucking braces going on. Chad? I just got I got that reference. Yes, all right, thank you. I was like, somebody please get the Scott Farkas record. All right. How did we do watch it and where did we watch it, boys? John? Ooh, I watched it on uh, Amazon. Same here. Chad? I had a download, so I watched that. Uh, Bibby? I had it on demand, Xfinity. Okay. I will say the copy on Amazon Ooh. at least was very clean. Yes, it was delicious. I believe that is uh, utilizing the 2K scan via Screen Factory. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. That's why it was so clean. I, th- I think that's the same thing I have. Nice. Yes. So, guys, uh, Chad, that's not cranberry sauce. No, it's not. It's not. Favorite kill, ladies and, and- germs. Mm. I, and I'll tell you what, there was very little, there was very little cranberry sauce in this movie. Yeah, dude, for real. Now, when we say kill for this, can we get some of those zombie kills or no? Because I mean, we might have to, because every other human kill was just their brains getting eaten. Right. If, my, if I had to choose a favorite, I put the kill. My favorite was the zombie in the basement with the kid when he gets blown in half. Steve's Still keeps going, then he gets burned by the gas. Yeah, uh, yeah mine would be the shotgun blast. Ooh, the yeah, just knocking it in half. Yeah, that's yeah, that oh, oh. whole thing. Yeah, love it, boys. Yeah, I'll go with that. Mm. I agree. Yeah, that was that's probably that, the best one, hands down. And let's be honest, that's probably the most effort they put into a stunt in the entire mil- movie. Correct. So. Yeah. However, I will give honorable mention because I laughed like a motherfucker when Scott Farkas got hit by the ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> he took a direct fucking header and then was just like, whoop, just like popped up anime style. Dude. <laughs> so what else we got, gentlemen? We are on. Best scene. Ooh. Best scene. Credits. <laughs> you motherfucker you stole mine you stole mine uh, no. exactly what I was going to say was when the credits started rolling you know dude honestly I liked everything up until the zombie started rising Tarman Tarman's reveal I know I, I, I'm going to go with the electric really even though he's all cartoony yeah, it's just the fact that we actually see a fucking zombie and like in some sort of manner that's not. Uh... I guess I just I like the zombie resurrection scene again. It's still not as good as the first one. Yeah, it's just that's that good, whole but... sequence with him cracking that bitch open. Tarman. Ah, and then the whole fog sequence after the fact, like, you know, you get some nice rolling fog shots. 
couple different ways, a couple different Okay, so since go their electrocution scene at the mall. Okay, so since we're going um since we're talking about it, <laughs> did you guys happen to notice that the zombies went from the slow moving Romero zombies to the fast moving return of the living dead zombies? Oh yeah, dude. Like yeah, halfway through the movie, they just changed. Yeah. Yeah, later on in the film, they they start to match more with the first film's uh, feel and look of the zombies. Uh, that is yeah. more evident as they surround the car, and you're like, oh, okay, it's one of those films. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I think the horde aesthetic at the beginning is is decent, but uh, then we f- get full on, you know, Return of the Living Dead feel by the end. Yeah, I totally feel that, and I agree with you, Chad. Bam. So is that it for scene? Everybody got theirs. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. All right. So did the opening scene hook you in, gentlemen? Yeah, dude. Smoking a doobie, transporting some zombies. Yes, it did. Right. I will say, yeah, it did. It, but then it just kind of lagged. Like a good that, situation. That had the appropriate amount of 80s cheese right in the beginning to kind of pull you in. Yep. And yeah, then they just like fucking topped it on way too much. Actually, you know what? I'm going to get a little spicy on you, motherfucker. Ooh, spicy nacho. Okay, so in a world where we live in, where this type of film is now a normal subgenre. And I and when I say this type of film, I say comedy horror film with like the zombie setting, Shaun of the Dead. Now, can we attribute this film as being the first of its kind to take a more comedy aspect with it with a horror setting? Uh no, we're talking in, in, no in the zo- no, hold on. Oh, in zombie. the zombie subgenre. Actually, yeah. I mean, I mean, the first well, name another be- film that took the comedy aspect this hard. The first one, again, like I said, the comedy's only situational. From the 80s, dude, I'd have to fucking think deep. I mean, yeah, that's not zombie-wise. I would say maybe killer clowns, but that's what, uh, hold on. What year was Dead Heat? Dead Heat. I think 87. So okay, so that, that predates this. Yeah, that's just before time. Hmm. Okay, how about this? Uh, wasn't uh, Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things also a comedy? Dude, a zombie I, comedy? I was a kid. Holy shit. Yeah, that was. And I think that, that was, was for early, the 70s. Uh, yeah, uh, late 70s, early 80s. I don't so, know. Yeah. I'm just trying to find some fucking silver lining up in this bitch. No, it's. I mean, listen, man. It was it was an attempt for sure. I think we could all give it that. It was a motherfucking cash grab. They used sure Tom enough. Matthews again. They used the fucking. Right. They, tried to, they, they literally bring, used. Yeah. Yeah. And holy fuck, did they ham it up even more so in this movie, dude? I don't know about you guys, but I was waiting for that trio to die. Well, I yeah. was too. Holy shit, dude! That girl was annoying as fuck. As hot as she was. What? <laughs> I, was, I was waiting to see if you mentioned that. Oh, wow. Well. Speaking of hot. Mm. Yes. Best, Best tits, tits hottest, hottest girl. girl. Right. I, I want to say the girl from Return of the Living Dead 3. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, sure. even, no, you can't. You can't do that. No, you can't jump ahead. How well, old's the sister? Old enough. High school. Oh, yeah, she she's is. a senior. Yeah, she's, she's a senior in high school. Yeah, she's a senior. Uh, but she's old enough to act Uh, she yeah she was cute but the redhead that was with tom matthews i'm gonna have to go with the redhead and the jean jacket for a second dude i thought it was the chick from but which was not yeah redhead yeah there you go 
I mean, there's nobody really else to choose from besides the sister, you know? Well, actually, I take I stand corrected. You could always say Mildred, because Mildred was pretty hot. That's no. what I thought, too. Yeah, funny. Did you say no, Bobby? You didn't think she was a hot mom? Well, oh, wait, Billy's mom. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying, dude. Mildred was... Mm. Oh, I, th- I thought you... Oh, I, th- I thought yeah, Mildred was the fucking man. zombie that they cut the head off of. No, oh, yeah, Mildred. Mildred was <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she was a MILF. She had the frazzled hair, dude, with the glasses going on. It was a good luck. I like it. Boy, score! Did that the score set the mood? It was oh, good. Actually, yeah, oh, yeah, the score was pretty good. The Anthrax song was the best one. The, which score one? was probably the, there was like three of them. Oh, or no, two of them. I'm sorry, two. Of them. Both. Now. Aha! I put you on the burner. That one. <laughs> but yeah, score totally set the mood, man. You had some nice fucking '80s metal. A little bit of thrash metal in there. Good to go. What's the score? Exactly. I'm trying to find it. Well, I, I know I have my best song in the bag. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, what's best song, boys? Isn't it? What's that? What's the what's your best song? Mine is uh Lamont, Flesh to Flesh. Mm, that was a good tune. Mm. A little bit of 80s hair metal, dude. Not yeah. You know something? I do like the anthrax. I don't know. I, I, I kind of like the, the version of Monster Mash they did at the end credits. That wasn't bad, too. That was good. I don't remember. I'm the man by Anthrax. I'm the man. This is a good one. Anybody yeah, honestly, you, you, could pick a, you could pick a few different songs from this one. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Hey, Hannah, what's up? Hi, Hannah. Hi. What's up, Hannah? How Hello. Favorite character, boys? Oh, man. Mm, I'm going to have to say uh, Doc Mandel for me, dude. I'm going to go with the... Uh... Fuck, it is blanked. The boyfriend. Oh. Which... Tom Matthews? No, not the boyfriend. Like the... The cable guy? Cable guy. Cable guy. Yeah. I'm going to agree with TJ because... Uh... Uh, cable that was thought like hell. He did. He did. You just trying to get that putty. Chad, you cut out hardcore, so we have no oh, idea yeah. what the fuck your opinion is. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he, he he just went completely blind. Sorry for all the white wow. noise, guys. Uh, so, was it scary? No. 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 By no means. God, no. Not even. Like, you know what? Not to compare once again to the first one, unfortunately, but I'm going to do it. The first one at least set, like, uh, left you with a sense of dread that you could just never kill them. You could never harm them. Yeah. They were essentially indestructible no matter what you did. You chopped them up, they still kept coming at you, dude. And even if you burned them, the shit went up in the sky and it rained down and caused more anyways. So yeah. it was just a horrible really fuck. For this one, they were just like, oh, you kill them electricity. Happy ending. La, 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 la. Basically, yeah. No rogue, no rogue one ending on this one. Right, like you said, super soft. You know what I mean? It gave them like everybody was like, we liked the first one, but the ending was a little bleak. What if we tweaked it a little? (laughs) We put a kid in there, and then we won't have it so bad. But scary? Fuck no, dude. Not scary Uh, at all. Let's see if it's a little better. Chad, not scary, buddy. No, not at all. Close. The scary that it got made. 
Does it hold up today? Uh, no, not no. really. No. Maybe the beginning parts did. I don't know. Certain points look, of it. It didn't look terrible. Like no. some of the panning cemetery shots and shit. But man, if you were watching this like for like a marathon, like for Halloween or something, this is definitely like deep in the night. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> where you don't get that movie you put on. You don't watch because you could fall asleep to it. It's like, yeah. Oh, bro. <sighs> I definitely had to take a good nap before watching this one. Dude, all right. I watched it twice today. Yeah, I took wow. a nap halfway through the second round. You watched good it call. twice? Yeah. Damn, dude. Well, I watched it while I was working out. The second time I put it on, I said, I've watched this way too much. I'm taking a nap. That, there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Bobby can give it two scores: the score of how he actually feels about the movie, and then the luxury score of taking a nap during. Oh, the, well, the, nap, the nap was a right. Five out of five. Right, the nap. Right. I woke up and the credits rolled, and I said, oh, "It wasn't a bad watch." <laughs> that was a good time. Good time. Oh shit! So, were we on hold up or are we on acting? Acting. acting. We're on acting. I mean. Tom Matthews and uh, what's his name were they were great. The acting was great all around. I think it was it definitely. Uh, here's the thing: comedy movies are harder to film. Comedy movies are harder to act due to comedic timing, and all the comedy bits on this film landed. So acting good. Yeah, I'll agree with that. They did land it, so they definitely get an A plus for the acting. Except for Billy the bully, he wasn't very good. Yeah, fuck him. He he didn't play a very convincing bully. I thought. No, he could have knocked. He could have knocked. Or a zombie. For the back. next question, uh, I will take over as always and say uh, I've said actually this answer before. It's one of those films where there's nothing to write home about. It does a job that's just good enough to make the film watchable and seem professionally shot. So watchable. I will say it was meh. Okay. I- I agree with that. Yeah, there's nothing else to say. There was no money shots of, oh, no, there wasn't any of that. I, I didn't care for it, particularly at the beginning where everything kind of had a haze to it. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like, mm, that, that 80s, that's that's an good. 80s thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't care for uh, it yeah, at all. This one looked like it had it worse. Yeah. It just it felt like a TV movie a little bit. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, kind of. Premise boys, absolutely. It's the first film. Oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah, the so first film without the Rogue One ending. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like I said, just less. They were like the first one was just a little too depressing at the end. We just got to lighten it up. We're good to go. Make it happy. And just oh, dial it back. Yeah, yeah. We're not in eleven right now. Can we just go back to like a, a nice solid three? Just right. Nice three. <laughs> we, we need the ten-year-old to survive at the end, not get nuked. Yeah. Right. Which is very okay, guys. So let's get a little spicy up in here. Recycle, rewind, or remake. I want to say rewind. I don't know. I disagree. Recycle. Mm-hmm. Recycle. I don't need to see this ever again. No. Recycle. I think it holds its place. Uh, I'm I'm ranking my this film and my opinions on this film are not just based on it being a horror film. Mm. reviewing a comedy horror film a terrible I'm still gonna I'm still gonna say recycle this is the first time I've watched it in like probably close to 30 years and it 
yeah, my opinion uh, on it hasn't changed. There's a reason why I skipped this. I watched the first and third one. There's a reason why I skipped this. So recycle. You know, I'm gonna probably even though I, even though I disliked it, I'm gonna have to say still rewind. Because I feel like it's just part of the series in general, and it it's what makes it like almost the Twilight Zone us series. Um, okay, yeah. I could definitely, like I said, I wish the acting with like Tom Matthews and everything. I wish they like toned it back a little bit. Like, yeah, they overacted a little bit in the first one, but I just feel it wasn't so hammed in. Yeah, I, mean, I, I say it, recycle, but you know, so all right, fine. Will I watch it again? Sure. You know, just. Since, like you said, Johnny, it is part of the series, but it's the lowest of them all. I mean, if you're going to give me a choice of watching the first one twice or the first and the second one, I'd probably say the first one twice, but. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ready to give his bitch the score? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Chad? I'll give it a two, buddy. That is a solid two for me. Bibby? 1.8. Wow. Jennifer. I'm going to go with a 2.3, buddy. I'm going to give it a 3.25. Too generous. Yeah. <laughs> Goremore score of 2.3. No, I think it hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. Actually, yeah. All right. That's, yeah, that's doable. Okay. So, and just to uh, throw this out there, but our score of the original one was 4.4. Mm hmm. So, Again, almost double. Being relative yep. and comparing this and where this ranks with other films, I think it falls right in line. I do, especially yeah. for like how we've discussed our rankings before. It's yeah. more off an enjoyment scale. Uh, like Chad mentioned, clearly we were all kind of on board on this one. This one. Was if good. this film was meant to be taken as a serious horror film, I think my score would be lower. If they took all the comedy out and just made it serious. Do you still would you still make that statement? It'd be a completely different film. It would be. Yes, it would. Hmm. I mean, I'm totally down for uh, zombies in the cookie cutter sub suburbs, regardless. Not cookie cutter suburbs. Suburbs to be. Suburbs to be true. Hmm. And actually, it, being the fact that it was suburbs to be actually incorporated it into the story and actually made it difficult for them to operate and traverse their way through it because they didn't know it so well because everything was so new. The pizza guy actually mentioned at the beginning of why he was late. Not pizza guy, but cable guy. Ah, yes. <laughs> he got lost. <laughs> Dipshit. He just got thrown in a fucking... Got his vehicle stolen. Then it goes crazy. I mentioned this movie that I watched yesterday... No, two days ago to, to Mick, and it completely died on him. But I'm going to mention it to you. Danny McBride goes crazy and kills everybody in a housing development. So, and it's a movie. Well, housing development. Okay. Uh, um, I thought we didn't. I thought we agreed. No, Danny. Okay, so there's this movie called Arizona, and okay. it was filmed a couple years ago, and it was released, and it's about these these couple families that live in this housing development in Arizona and it's after the the uh you know the housing market crashed so they bought these houses thinking and was and were being told that they were double in value but the housing market crashed leaving them with this fucking beautiful house that's worth nothing now okay so they're stuck there so Danny McBride goes to the realtor office and this lady goes to be uh, goes to answer his cell phone in the next room 
So as she's answering this phone call, Danny McBride comes in, starts arguing with her boss. They get into an argument, and he accidentally pushes him off the balcony, killing him. Danny, realizing that she watched the whole thing, then has to kidnap her and do something with her so she doesn't tell on him, which then spirals out of control, leading to Danny killing several people throughout the course of this movie in crazy fucking ways. And then in mid, mid while all this is going on, he's breaking it up with Danny McBride situational humor. Like, why is there blood all over you? Dude, like, it was crazy. Like, this guy, like, got all drunk and, like, wrecked a car. And, like, I saved his life. That's where the blood's from. Yeah, everything's cool, though, now. Like, yeah. When did this come out? 2017, I want to say. Huh. What's it on, dude? I'm going to have to check this shit out. Amazon Prime. Uh, you can watch it in 4K right now for free. And it's called Arizona. Yep. I'm going to have to look that up. Then. It's a thriller film with uh, comedy sprinkled in. You so is this going to change my opinion on Danny McBride and horror? No, uh, <laughs> no, because it's not a serious horror film, it's a black okay. comedy well, film. That's fine. Which, yeah, you know what? And I know we've gone on this road a million fucking times, dude. I, and I'm sorry, <laughs> but that was my problem with 18, dude, was it was too funny. Yeah, I laughed there was too much, dude, a lot of way too that. much, and I think that's what ruined it for me, yeah. But I, I say this now all the time. Listen, I do like, I should say now, I like H18, but do I know it has its plot holes? Do I know it has its shit? Yeah, but I'll take it for what it's worth. And it's, eh. but I'll still watch it. Bust the bus, dude. That's all I got to say on that. I'm done. <laughs> should I share the uh, pickups I got today? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's see it. Yo, Bobby, so you got any shoots coming up, by the way, while we're waiting for TJ? Actually, yeah. I um, Well, put it this way. I've been wanting to shoot my friend Lisa, her and her husband. They live out in PA. She's been wanting to shoot my new Michael. We just haven't had a chance. It's been fucking hot, and then other shit comes up. So, But that's going to be one, and that's that's it at the moment. Once I get the new Jason ready, then I'll start doing more. Probably come the cooler months, because as much as I don't mind wearing shit in the heat, it's been fucking hot. So right. to even be in a suit I, for two I, hours, I'm like, ah. Uh, mm, Bobby's peck sweat. Too I, sweet. Speak, speaking of sets, John, I really liked your new set with the uh, the new 13 Gallows Lane model. Thank yeah. you, dude. Yeah. Huge I like that. Shout out to uh, Kate. She was awesome as fuck. Uh, yes. Yeah, hey, John. Hey. Yes, bud. You know what made that shot? What's that, buddy? The versus Jason. Thank you. Yes. That um you are such an imposing figure in those that it makes it scary so I'm is, is she is she like is she like a really tiny girl too yeah she's probably about like five three five four that's what okay, makes that, it that, so that much really better. helped that really right. helped yeah so that was my first water shot like water shoot by the way so i got to pop my cherry on that that was nice <laughs> shout out to 13 gallows lane by the way if you want to go check out their shit that's what we're talking about right now i just did a sweet versus shot with uh our shoot with joe and emily and uh, this public dude, the gorge was public, by the way. So that made it even better. So there's just families walking up and down as we're <laughs> you can't a- tell the story here. You need to tell them. I know. To sorry, yes. Listen to Wake and Bake. Going back and Wake and Bake, I cover that whole thing. But <laughs> going back to what you were saying about the imposing dude, like that's what I said to Joe when he first sent me the thing. I'm like, I love that fucking shot, dude. dude it looks fucking colors sweet. like. 
it's one of those ones, and I'm sure Bobby probably has done it, and TJ, you got your cosplay. When you get that good shot and you know it's you, but you're still looking at it, you're like, dude, I can't believe that's fucking me, dude. You mm-hmm. know what I, I mean? Like, I, I have a few, and I know you do too, Johnny. Like, there's a right? few where you look at it and you go, holy shit, that is some good fucking shit right there. Like, that is. Dude. And yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. Shout out to Kate, by the way, dude. She had this awesome cool thing. She has, uh, so she has two hearing aids, so she had to take them out, obviously, for the water shoot. But I don't fucking know anything about them nowadays. But obviously, we're in 2020, dude. So she says they're like, they're super Bluetooth. So she obviously, she can hook her phone and shit like that. Bro, that's what she games with. That's her gaming headset is just her fucking. <laughs> yeah, built in mic. And I'm like, that's, that's pretty fucking hey, Look who it is. Everybody watching, that figure you just saw, that's me on the side. Go buy it. Go get it at yes, Walmart. Go buy it. Walmart, Walmart. Target. Speaking online. of buying things, here's some recent yes. pickups. Yes. Let's see these real quick. Chad, as I'm Yo. it looks pretty, buddy. Woo. Nice. Yes, that's Halloween nice. in 4K. Steel and then I, I just cashed these in, uh, put them on my Voodoo, the 4K Evil Dead 1 and 2. They nice. look nice. Cool. Oh, drop my 4K. Oh, no. Okay. And then Severn Films and their Infinite Wisdom finally sent me the shit. Death warmed up. Ozploitation. Three oh, years God. before Peter Jackson. Death warmed up. Okay. Ted Raimi plays a kinner, killer named Skinner, and this is one of the grossest films ever made. Hmm. Skinner, huh? Next of Kin, it is a Jallo film made in Aussie. I think it's an Aussie film that's like a Jallo type oh, film. Uh, Brody can tell you about that. And then from the director of Troll 2 and Zombie 4 comes Night Killer. Night Killer. It is the most fucked up film with more turns than an M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong film. (laughs) I gotta say, I I like the cover for that one. That was a good looking cover. The killer uh, has razor claws. I wonder where they got it from. Razor claws, huh? Mm. He That's kills new. two people by like putting their hand through them. It's cool. Both hands? Or just one? One hand. Just one. Just one hand. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Nice. <sighs> so what else we got in the uh, world of horror topics, gentlemen? Anything good? Anything juicy? Uh, uh, bloody disgusting. We didn't have too many things to read today, to be honest. Ah, hold on. Uh, hold on. Clive wow. Barker is getting a Hulu series called Book of the Dead. Oh, no shit. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, and Shutter was in Australia, if you guys didn't catch that earlier. Yes. Also, Joe Bob Briggs, that Joe Bob is hosting one of those things with a bunch of those things with the celebrities. So go and check that out. Search up <laughs> Joe Bob on the Facebooks. Check it out with the Joe Bob the Last Drive In. Available on Shutter. We will do. We will do. Boys, well, that's it for this episode of Le Gore in More podcast, your favorite horror movie podcast, better than all the rest. If you listen to anything else, don't even know what to say to you. Get the fuck out of here. Well, we love you guys. Thank you for the support. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser. See you next week. Uh, This is your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Crispin, saying, see you next time, bitches. This is Big Johnny D saying, keep it wet, Gorehounds. This is your killing machine, Bobby Moon, saying, I'll kill you later. Woo!